Praise the Lord. We welcome you to our live broadcast today, Sunday, June 13, 2021. We encourage you. Next slide. We have a free subscription to YouTube channel. More than 100 teaching videos in high definition. We encourage you to subscribe today by copying the link and subscribe. It is free. You can use them for your Sunday school, for teaching, for discipling younger converts. They have been prepared specifically for the body of Christ. They are in series and outlines. They are playlists. You will see them. We encourage you to subscribe today. Praise the Lord. Our instrumental is taken today from our brother Caleb Brassi. We pray for God's blessings to continue to abound to him and his family. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for today. We thank you for the week. For the past and the one we're entering. Father, we pray for your blessings to abound to the account of all your children. May your countenance shine upon them. Above all, Lord our God, may you break the yokes that keep them from hearing the truth, from following through in the truth, and from abiding in your word completely, Lord. Open the eyes to see their blind spots, those things that they can't see, but yet they are very evident in their lives. Forgive us our sins, Lord, as we have come short of your glory. In any ways we have come short this week, and there are many, we ask for forgiveness for all of us. May your word, Father, have its way in the lives of all of us as we listen and as we watch and as we plead the blood of Jesus Christ that nothing being sown today will be taken by the enemy in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, dear Father in heaven. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are starting a new series. Contending for the gospel of Christ. That's our series. We have an outline. But there's no need I'm going through them. You can see them on the board. But they're likely to change as we go on. Because we're studying these things together with you. Praise the Lord. Today's topic. Why believers must contend for the gospel of Christ. Why you and I must not just teach those who are discipling. We must also contend. That means we must call out those who are distorting God's word. We don't have a choice. Praise the Lord. The outline. Introduction to Contending for the Gospel of Christ series. That's just a total encapsulation. Two, the Lord's command to his church. Three, why believers must contend for the gospel of Christ. God is looking for those who believe his word and act on his word after studying his word and live according to his word. First item, introduction to contend for the gospel of Christ series. A father, he had many children. He called him to his living room because he was about to go on a long journey. 
Well, I'm speaking so much, he handed them, all of them a diary about his life, his values, his principles, and his conduct. And asked them to emulate. He also asked them to tell everyone they meet about him, about his values and his life's work. And he told them to make sure that they continue until he returns. After he traveled, a few of the children took time to study the diary. They made up time. And the more they studied, the more they emulated their father. And they also went about telling whoever they meet about their father. Because they were so impressed. His values, his conduct, and his principles. And they told them everything accurately because they had taken time to study the diary. Many of those they spoke to believed their story. And even asked for a copy of the diary. Because they could see by their conduct that they were living in accordance with what they were telling them. That means what they were hearing from these children corresponded with exactly how they have seen them living. But some of the other children did not read their father's diary. They were lazy, whatever it is. And so they couldn't tell anybody they meet about their father. Because really, they couldn't see the difference between whatever it is. They loved the people they met. They wanted to emulate the conduct of the people they wanted to meet. So why would they start telling them about their father? In any case, they didn't read the diary. They discarded their father's diary and began to live like those they were supposed to speak to about their father, his life and values. They were completely taken in with the people. The rest of the children selectively chose to tell aspects of their father's life and values, especially those ones that would bring them fame, acceptability to the people they were talking to and money. And they were loved by their hearers. Because even though they told them something a little bit different from how they lived, how their father lived, they saw that these ones were living like them too and acting like them. So there was no, issue, no issues. They were happy. Because the tales of these latter groups, remember there are three groups. The few that have followed in their father's steps. The second group couldn't even be bothered. The third group claimed that they are following their father's steps, but by their actions, you could see they were not. Because their tales about their father was a mixture of truth and falsehood. They were making false promises that their father would honor them when he returns from his trip. Whereas that was not what their father told them. Whenever they fed few, few children, remember they were very few, challenge those telling half-truths. Lies. The other children told them to mind their business. They accused them of being judgmental. Only their father, when he returns, will tell which of them have been right or wrong. So they should just shut up and move on. Because the children misrepresenting their father's stories and values were in majority. 
more people believe their account. Also, they had more money. Money they had got from people whom they are convinced to buy radio, TV broadcasts, build halls where they teach about falsehoods, sometimes half-truths about their father and his ways. The first few children pointed out to those children who were not telling the, truth, the whole truth about their father. That they were confusing the people. They told them that people have got a wrong impression about their father. Because of the contradictory stories they were hearing from his children. One thing from the faithful children, another from the rest of the children. Those in the majority shouted them down. Some even plotted to kill them if they persisted in denouncing them. The worst thing the majority did, they entered into alliances with their father's enemies. Those enemies their father has specifically warned them in the diary to flee from and to tell the rest of the people in the, you know, around never to go to those people. These bad children went into alliance with their father's enemies. If you're upset about this story, I say welcome to the club of the upset. What I've just narrated is exactly what obtains in the church that the Lord Jesus Christ purchased with his blood at the cross. Many believers sit on the fence. They hear false stories about their father. And what he asks his children to do, and they keep quiet. They say that their father will take care of everything when he comes back. If that were so, why did the Lord Jesus Christ tell his church as he was about to leave the earth after his resurrection? To preach the gospel and teach those who believed everything he had taught them. God will not do what his children should be doing. If we are not about preaching the gospel of the kingdom, teaching and contending for that gospel, what is the use of God having children? Those who have mutilated and used the gospel to reach themselves are the sort that has lost its test. What did the Lord say would happen to such children? He said they be thrown out because they are useless. Scripture, please. Matthew chapter 5, verse 13. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Praise the Lord. Hear me, those of you who have entered into alliances with the world. You are father's enemies. God is saying... You are useless. And you are being thrown out. And the hearing of this word. Because you have heard today. So I urge you to repent. Number two. The lost command to his church. Scripture please. Matthew chapter 28 verses 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, 
teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Praise the Lord for his word. Verse 19. Go therefore and make disciples to all nations. That's preach. Preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not any other gospel. Then, he now said, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Baptism is from the Greek word that means immersion. It is the outward confession of what has taken place on the inside. Or as we used to say, the outward manifestation of the inward renewal. The believer is declaring publicly that he or she is being immersed. That he or she has believed. Scripture please. Romans chapter 6 verses 1 to 6. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. Praise the Lord for his word. The believer in Christ must seek water baptism. It is immersion in water. It was commanded by God. And obedience is mandatory. And it is not the sprinkling of water as some apostate church groups and denominations preach and practice. Look at verse 4. Therefore, we are buried with him through baptism into death. Imagine that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, as you are immersed in water coming up, you identify him. Even so, we also should walk in the newness of life. If it was by sprinkling, the scripture we just read makes no sense. But apostate Christianity says it does make sense. The fallen children. Verse 20. Teaching them to observe all the things that I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Obviously, if you are teaching and observing those things, he'll be with you. But if you are not, he can't be with you. And what does teaching include? It means refutation of error. Refutation of error. That's contending. So I ask you a question. What would you do if your child came home and told you that her teacher taught them that 2 plus 2 is equal to 3? Will you keep quiet? Or will you tell your child the truth that 2 plus 2 is equal to 4 and not equal to 3? And will you even go as far as going to the school authorities 
and insist that that teacher be removed from your child's class. Or that your child be taken out of that class. If you will keep quiet, truly, then you are right in keeping quiet when the gospel of Christ is being mutilated by your church organization, your pastor, or your general overseer. However, if you will not keep quiet, but will run to the authorities to have that teacher removed, then you must repent of your hypocrisy today. Because you have failed to take similar action about the gospel of Christ, which is being daily mutilated in that church you attend, that building called church you attend, in that denomination you attend, in that I don't care what you attend, it's being mutilated. And you keep quiet. And you know in the spirit that is being mutilated. Please begin today to contend for the truth. Do not be afraid. Because when you do, which is part of teaching. Because you can be teaching and say this is my truth. Or the truth of the, of the word. At the same time, other people are saying something else. How are you going to do it? You have to tell people that other people are saying, telling lies. Or they are not telling the whole truth. If you don't, people will be confused. So we can't see, afford to sit on the fence, those of us who claim that we know the truth. Item 3. Why you and I must contend for the gospel of Christ? I'm going to give you five reasons. We are commanded to contend. We're going to provide scriptures as we continue. Two. Many false elders, I didn't say ordinary believers, top elders have, are creating confusion in the church of God. Three, the love of money is so much in the church of God. This has led to mutilation and the merchandising of the gospel of Christ. That means using the gospel to make money. Number four, falling ones preaching and teaching doctrines of demons. There are so many. That means not only are they creating problems, they're also taking doctrines from the pits of hell and saying that those are the gospel. Five, conduct unbecoming of those who say they are children of God. Let's look at number one. We are commanded to contend. Scripture, please. Jude chapter one, verse one to five. Jude, a bond servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to those who are called sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ, mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. For certain men have crept in unnoticed, who long ago were marked out for this condemnation ungodly men who turn the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. But I want to remind you, though you once knew this, that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed those who did not believe. Praise the Lord. Number one reason why you and I must contend for the gospel of Christ. Look at verse 3. The final part. I found it necessary to write you, exhorting you to contend endlessly. Look at the word endlessly. It's a priority. 
contempt for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. Not any new ones, but that which has been enshrined in the Bible as taught by the apostles, the Lord himself, and the early witnesses of his resurrection. Not any other after that. Then verse 4 is the reason for verse 3, which is verse 2, false elders creating confusion in the church. This was even at that time. Even in that time of the early church, false leaders have started arising. And Brother Jude called them out. said, for certain men have crept in unnoticed. Who long ago were marked out for this condemnation? Ungodly men, and I add women, who turn the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. When you preach the Lord and preach mammon, so you tell me, you are denying the Lord. False leaders creating confusion was reasoning why Jude in the spirit warned us to contend endlessly for the faith which was once for the delivered to the saints. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Number three, why you and I must contend for the gospel of Christ. I said the love of money is so much in the church. It has led to the mutilation and the merchandising of God's grace. Scripture, please. Jude chapter 1, verses 10 to 13. But these speak evil of whatever they do not know, and whatever they know naturally, like brute beasts. In these things they corrupt themselves. Woe to them, for they have gone in the way of Cain, have run greedily in the era of Balaam for profit, and perished in the rebellion of Korah. These are spots in your love feasts, while the feast with you without fear, serving only themselves. They are clouds without water, carried about by the winds, late autumn trees without fruit, twice dead, pulled up by the roots, raging waves of the sea, foaming up their own shame, wandering stars for whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. Praise the Lord. Watch the condemnation of these false leaders. Woe to them! That's verse 11. They have gone in the way of Cain. Unrighteousness. They have run greedy in the era of Balaam for profit or Balaam. Balaam was a prophet of God and yet, because of money, he fell. That's how many of your leaders started. But because of the love of money, they have fallen. And they will perish as Korah perished. If they don't repent. Or they know what will await for them at the last day. The blackness of the darkness has been reserved for them. Because they're leading many of God's children astray. Four. The reason why you and I must contend for the gospel of Christ. There are many preaching and teaching doctrines of demons in your churches. Scripture, please. First Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 to 2. Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. These people are hypocrites and liars, and their consciences are dead. Praise the Lord. Remember, remember bro, bro, bro Paul is not talking about anybody else. He said the Holy Spirit is saying through him to you and I 
That in the last times, what are the, these are the last times. So we turn away from the true faith. It's not, it's not unbelievers who will turn away from true faith because they never believed. They are leaders. The leaders of millions and hundreds of thousands. Those many of you follow. Then these ones are following deceptive spirits. Unfortunately, those deceptive spirits are also demonizing. That's why many of you are hypnotized. Not those of you who are watching this broadcast who have believed and truly know the truth. But those of you coming in to watch, ask yourself, am I demonized? Am I hypnotized in my church by my pastor or my Jew? You'll be amazed if you go to the Lord in prayers, what you may find out. Because if their teachings are not corresponding to the gospel of Christ, then they are teaching doctrines of human beings and demons. And if you continue to remain there, you will be demonized too. And you go ask also to preach doctrines of demons. And on the last day, you have no excuse because you have had it today. It's in the, it's in the gospel. But we're exhorting you today to go back and check if these things are true. Because some of your leaders, and I said many, are hypocrites and liars. Their consciences are dead. Say, have it from here. I say, many of your leaders, especially in Africa, are, their consciences are dead. They are hypocrites. Those of them, you know them how. They have aligned with the political leaders of your day, your countries, and they are promoting one candidate or the other. Yes, they are those that support presidents and prime ministers and governors. Those who sit with them in their concourses, those are the ones I'm talking about. They have nothing to give you. If you remain there, your blood is on your hands because you have been warned. The watchman is told to warn everybody. You are hearing it today. Run from them because they have nothing to offer you. They are enemies of the gospel of Christ. We must contend for the gospel. And do my own bit. Do your part. Praise the Lord. Number five. Conduct unbecoming of believers. While you and I must contend. Please read. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times. Verse 2. For people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and, for and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. They are the kind who walk their way into people's homes and win the confidence of vulnerable women who are burdened with the guilt of sin and controlled by various desires. Praise the Lord. Because of time, I'm not going to expose it on this today. But I plead with you to go through these verses of scripture. And you will understand everything. But just verse 3. They'll be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They'll be cruel and hate what is good. What is good in this world is when you warn people that if they continue going wrong, they will inherit death. But when you keep quiet, really you are you you are you are you are working against God. The reason you are doing that is because verse two: for people will love only themselves and their money. 
They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God. Because when you are not doing God's will, you really are scoffing at God. Nothing is sacred. Because if something is sacred, you will not say, thus says the Lord, when God did not say. You don't be giving people false dreams in order to extract money from them. Because even some, the other day, somebody entered our Facebook page to be telling people he saw some dreams and this, this, this. Trying to take money and say, I have an orphanage somewhere. Go there on a WhatsApp page and give them money. The Lord rebukes such people in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is you and my responsibility to explain to other believers that whoever turns the grace of God for gain is ungodly. You can't continue to keep quiet. Believers must not listen to them because they're walking against the kingdom of God. They're enemies of the gospel. But they're using the name of the Lord to afford their big cars and their private jets. If you and I don't want all that sort of works in sheep clothing, clothing, who will? God will come from heaven to warn them. Then why are you and I children of God? With so many false leaders, many compromised by their greed and love for money. Who will be like Paul to rise up and stand up for the truth and reclaim our stolen kingdom? We must tell other believers. And we must tell the world that there is a difference between these apostate church organizations, these four general overseers, these false pastors, these jet owning pastors. We must warn them that that is not a gospel. That what they're hearing from their pulpits and their television broadcasts are not of the Lord. That those who are aligned with political leaders are not children of God, they're apostate leaders. Because by not trying to make that distinction, you and I are having a disservice against the kingdom of God. And you and I will be held in account on the last day by the Lord Jesus Christ. Keeping quiet is no longer an option. Don't think you came by this truth on your own. No. I didn't come to this truth by my own. The Holy Spirit opened your eyes at the hearing of this truth. That's why you watch this broadcast. That's why you watch and um, are part of our ministry. That's why you bring others to the ministry. You and I must let others know too. So the Holy Spirit will use them to activate the minds of those they speak to. The same way you have believed and known the truth. You owe it to others to tell them the truth. Because like I said, you and I didn't come to this truth on our own. Even though we had it many years or now, it's the Holy Spirit that opened our understanding to say, but it is the truth. So tell others. You'll be amazed when you tell them. They may oppose you initially, but when they go into their closets, God will use what you have planted to open their eyes to the truth. That's the way to contend. Praise the Lord. Scripture, please. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 6. If you explain these things to the brothers and sisters, Timothy, you will be a worthy servant of Christ Jesus, one who is nourished by the message of faith and the good teaching you have followed. Praise the Lord. You and I must explain to our other brothers and sisters who are still blinded the truth. That's the only way you and I can be worthy in the eyes of God. 
because you and I being nourished with the message of faith and good teaching, which, by the grace of God, accessible to you, more than 100 teaching videos you can use to teach others. On our website, books, free. Everything is free. Freely he gave to us, freely we give to you. And freely you must give to others. Explain these things to our brothers and sisters. You have been charged by brother Paul. He's charging Timothy, but through him he's charging us today. Who will be the Daniel of our generation? We are called to be a Daniel. That means Daniel stood. He was told if you do this, you don't want. He went and opened so that people will see exactly that he will not obey the king's command. And for that he was thrown to the lion's den. The Daniels are people that are strong in the Lord. They are the Pauls of our generation. They are the watchmen and women who will rather die than keep quiet because they know that God, who is their Lord, is asking them to speak out. He asking them not to keep quiet because keeping quiet, then you sin against God. If I keep quiet, I sin against God. So that will be a Daniel today's our song. That will be a Daniel you must now propose to be a Daniel. You must stand by a purpose through heeding God's command. Honor them, you faithful few. All hell to belong to Daniel's band. Daniel, that to stand alone against everything against the kingdom of God, that to have a purpose that is firm, and that to make it known to the world. Many mighty men are lost, they are Jews and pastors, because they dare not stand for the truth. But for you, you must join the Daniel's band. That to be a Daniel. That to stand alone against the world. That to have a purpose, a firm purpose in life to serve God. That to make it known to others, no matter the consequences. Many giants, great and tall, stalking through the land. Headlong to the earth will fall because you pray, because you intercede. If they ever to meet you in your closet. That to be a Daniel. That to stand alone against all that oppose your king and the, and the kingdom. That to have a firm purpose. That to make it known, no matter the consequences. Can you hold the gospel banner high? Onto the victory ground. Satan and his host you must defy. I shout for Daniel's band. That to be a Daniel. That to stand alone against the world and those who oppose your King and the Lord Jesus Christ. Die you to have a purpose that is firm, and die you to make it known, no matter the consequences. Dear God, your word I have given to your people. Father, help your children to stand up. And begin to contend for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as they do, my Father, my God, open your eyes and your heart. 
and that they may be courageous in everything they do. And may your countenance continue to shine upon those who will stand up to challenge the opposers of the gospel of God, especially in their denominations and churches, Lord. For you did not call us to be cowards. You called us to be strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. You called us to meditate on your word day and night. You called us so far that God to be the watchman to the nations. You called us to be the prophet to the nations of our time, oh God. Help your children to realize that they cannot afford to be lazy. They cannot afford to be cowards. They must stand up and use the word of God to destroy the rods of Pharaoh. Just as the rod of Moses, my father, my God, swallowed all the rods of Pharaoh's magicians. Let it be so, Lord, that your word this day will swallow all the false doctrines in the churches in Africa especially. And in all the third world countries where these men and women are the belly continue to fleece them with false promises. Mutilated word of your, of your word, oh God. And Father, I continue to pray. Pull down these wicked men and women, oh Lord my God, if they fail to repent. Father, pull them down. Pull them down for the sake of the millions that are holding in bondage. Pull them down that the world may know that our God is still alive. Elijah caught fire from the heavens and the prophets of Baal were slaughtered. You are God. We don't say kill them, but Lord, set them aside so the world will know how untrue, how unfaithful they have been. But Father, release your children. Release your power to as many as we hear this gospel today. To go into them the courage to take the gospel and contend for the truth. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, my Father, my God. I give you all the praise, all the glory for helping me and mine and all in this ministry to know your truth and to be courageous to stand and speak the truth in Jesus' name. Blessings, glory, honor are all yours, Father. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Thank you, Jesus. I will see you all, if it pleases the Lord, next week.